Welcome to this episode of Salty Armenian Nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brought to you by Armin Salty Armenian Nuts. The truest and purest, saltiest Armenian nuts you can buy. I do want to point out, though, that last time we were in your kitchen, Armin, there was both uh, a, a on, on this table, this kitchen table, a bowl of salt and a bowl of nuts. So, so really... Mm-hmm. You know, From now the, the nuts mother. are gone. Correct. The nuts are gone, but we do still have the bowl of salt. Now so. around this table, there's just between one and three salty Armenian nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Armin in the getting out of the shower there, so I don't know how many we're dealing with. Yes. Not recently. Somewhere between one and three, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. That that name for today's episode mm-hmm. is brought to you by at PseudoGeek on Instagram, mm. who tells me, by the way, he sent me a, an entire series of names... And uh, and he followed up his entire series of names by saying, I can do this like I do Cliff and Kyle's mom all hey. day long. Mm-hmm. Done. And uh, cool. and so I guess that's both and the so first we're and last time. awarding <laughs> this week's winner to, to one of the other ones. Both the first all and right. last time Pseudo Geek gets on there. Thank yes. you very much for Salty Armenian Nuts. They are delicious, by the yes. way. Uh, you can you have bet you they uh, are. my Salty Armenian Nuts. Uh, available for your consumption at almost any time. It's yeah. it's uh, really fantastic. Um, you guys, yo, I don't want to beat around the bush here. <laughs> hey oh, uh, there's been some pretty fucking crazy shit going on. What oh. I haven't heard about huh? anything. Did you see that? Not, not at all. <laughs> the trailer for that new t- uh, t- what is it? Timothy Chamelay movie. That's what you're talking about. Chamelay Dibley. Timothy Chamelay. Yeah, Timely Chabali. That is, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yes, boy or girl. I we sent I sent Armin the the, the announcement that Timothy Chalamet was going to be starring in the new Dune movie with the the caption "A perfect storm of boredom," or boring, one of the two. And his response was, "I don't know who that is. You don't know <laughs> the it man of the moment." Yeah, he's very it. He's who, very what now. Movie he did he that one in? movie with with you, Army Hammer. With Army Hammer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and they I, got gay. Well, I drink. I drink gay. a lot, so yes. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the movies I've been in. It's a bad sign that the person you're casting is the heroic male lead of your sci-fi franchise played the bottom yes. in the last movie. He did. I haven't seen true. the movie. I'm just assuming. I'm assuming the bottom. Yeah. The I, other one was. I uh, have seen the movie, <laughs> and he was the Confirm bottom. Confirmed bottom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so. um, that is the big breaking news. It's been a great episode. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. So when he's riding a giant sandworm, <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm going he's to, been there before. I'm going to be picturing like a. Gi- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be picturing a giant roaring uh, army ha- uh, army hammer behind the sandworm. <laughs> You don't have to imagine <laughs> it. There is a two-hour movie that it's all about. Oh, yeah. is he the guy who's in that movie with Army Hammer where yeah. they're gay lovers? Except he's like a he plays like a thirteen-year-old or something. Yeah, no, not oh, that. Shit. Everything except the last part. Yeah. He's not yeah, thirteen. He's, he's, he's not, not thirteen. 13. Oh, he's, he's an adult. But he's definitely he's younger. a young man yeah. in the okay, movie. He just, he just looks man. like a thirteen. Okay, year old boy. all the time. Chase told me. Chase told me when he watched. What was it called? Call me by your name. Yeah, that's what it was called. Chase told me he had watched it and it made him feel feelings. Yes. Mm. I didn't feel feelings at the end. It was interesting. <laughs> Just a little bit of blood releasing in some see, places that, see, that, that that's were the thing. surprising. Like, you know, when Chase, Chase has finally learned how to uh, like uh, empathize with other people, it's weird. He's yeah, got to handle it. It's coming along. <laughs> so I was just thinking along. of feelings in the fe- feelings in the nether regions. There, that's yes. what I was expecting. I mean, it was, see, it was a mixture of both. Figure out how to empathize with other people. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's the difference here. That's the gulf across this table. Swollen Armenian nether regions. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, anyway, so for realsies, uh, 
you know, for the I think the very first name that we used for for the show uh-huh. was Sarms are necessary. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. I think that no. might have been the very first uh, one. Sarms, yeah. Sarms are needed. Sarms, Sarms are needed. Are needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out. Pretty fucking accurate. Yes, that's Boy, yeah. Uh-huh. In the CrossFit community, SARMs are very apparently needed. very fucking necessary because mm-hmm. uh, we had we had 11, 11 new doping results released on Monday, mm-hmm. including and then some more later. It was it was ten and then one. Okay. So yeah. really, yep. it was eleven total. So it's fourteen to to date. It's fourteen include which includes two individual qualifiers and four team qualifiers. And two individual qualifiers. One of them is uh, Andre Ganin, mm-hmm. uh, who's a Russian bloke from mm-hmm. uh, the Europe region. Mm-hmm. And they say bloke in Russia. I think they say bloke. Yep. Who's a comrade from <laughs> Russia <laughs> in go. the Europe Chelovic, region? I think, isn't that? And that? I had uh, I had I messaged him before the news broke, and I was like, "Hey, I I hear someone from your region isn't going to be making it, knowing full well that it was him. I just want to yes. see what he <laughs> wanted to say." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, it's me." Not yeah. an interesting story. I just had a really high TE ratio. Like yeah. that's a pretty interesting story, it dude. Is. So uh, yeah, that that news broke uh, because it was Annie just high Thor's that day for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> Annie Thor's daughter um, uh, basically went went onto Instagram my the night before, and she was like, "Hey, my boyfriend got an invite to the Crosby guy." My, <laughs> my my favorite thing out of all of these has been Frederick Agidius's face. And 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 face in the pictures and the videos that mm. Annie has posted about how excited she is because yeah. he just looks like I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so prepared. Oh, he was to like be he drunk. was already like eating ice cream and just like hanging <laughs> like, out. He has like fucking double stuffed Oreos yeah. in one hand. Yeah, he's like, got like all of his bags packed just to be Annie's support he's model. Kyle uh, watching the Super Bowl was it two years ago? Yes, exactly. Where he's just like, I'm not even enjoying these chips anymore, but I gotta eat them, gotta get them in. They're here, <laughs> guys. Just guzzling do, do tubs you know of onion. How many dip? new flavors of Oreo there are? I have to have them all. I'm exactly. morally obligated to do so. That's right. Like nothing against Frederick, but I I guarantee you he probably was like. If he was by himself, he would totally like just decline that. Yeah. But he'd be like, nah, mm, I'm good. Like, he, he gets, he gets actually more likely Annie gets the email. Hey, Frederick's been invited. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's like, oh man, that is so cool. I'm so happy. Hold on. I have to go to the bathroom real quick. And he walks in the bathroom and just like, purges. <laughs> like door closes. And he's like, <laughs> just a long look in the mirror. It's like, you can Frederick, this, I just got the email. You're, you're, we've been invited to the CrossFit Games. What? <laughs> <laughs> he says, holding a, san- a submarine sandwich in his hand. The what? CrossFit what? He, he gets to his first training session uh, and begins to detox by literally sweating chocolate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do know, we do know that people just hold strawberries against him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude's been training like a madman. Fred with, has been training like a madman. BK he, and he, Annie. He trains yeah. with Annie whether or not he qualifies for the games. He basically rabbits her for her training. Yep. So he, he's in great shape. I think the mental aspect of it actually might be a good thing. Mm. Knowing Nothing that like lose. that like for for like you know four weeks after regionals yeah. he was like whatever like I didn't make it that's a bummer but I'm gonna work yeah. hard and we'll get ready for next year and now like 
you know, he's like, oh, shit, now it, now that's just like all upside. Mm-hmm. You know, I show up and I do some cool stuff, and that's, that's awesome. Turns out he'll perform pretty well, and then next year everyone will be asking, should you take four weeks off after you qualify for the games? <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that the key to his success? Like, uh, I'm here with the with the 2018 CrossFit Games champion, Frederick Agidius. <laughs> uh, what was your secret? And he's like, I just want to thank my girlfriend, Annie Thor's daughter, and I also want to thank my new sponsor, Snickers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm here with twi- I'm here. 2018 CrossFit Games champion. What? <laughs> also holding a submarine sandwich. What? Like, like, and as the athletes prepare to take the field for the very first event of the 2018 CrossFit Games, it seems like someone let a dad onto the <laughs> field of play. We've got a streaker, everybody. We've got a streaker. Oh wait, no, that is just Frederick Agidius. Uh, no, fantastic. it's uh, it, he. It's gonna be really good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he showed up. It's a little unusual for CrossFit to be inviting um people who didn't qualify to come to the games, even yeah. with mm-hmm. doping uh, um, processes. Yeah, uh, being, the, being the reasons yep. like last year, for example, Ryan Elrod wasn't uh, was kicked out his DQ'd because of a uh, positive result. And yes, but this year, because 92 people ended up getting popped, <laughs> they decided <laughs> that we want we would like some competitors to actually be on the floor. We don't have enough people to fill out all the heats, <laughs> so we should invite some more people along. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's exactly that. They're like, um, will the CrossFit Games still work if it's still if it's only one heat <laughs> of individuals per gender? Like, no, I don't, I don't think it will actually. Yes. Uh, I think what it'd is be it? way better. Yeah, but we're we are sort of we are sort of uh, bearing the lead here because the other big name that that popped is a huge fan favorite. Yeah, and that's of course uh, Gina Malinsky. Who, who, by the way, that's a male name. That's the other Russian guy that got popped. Oh, yeah, that's Mm. right. He took eighth. And then with. with What a shame on Russia. Wait, so there's only one more Russian competitor left to not pop. Just a a blight on the the history Mm -hmm. of Russia's uh, sports legacy. legacy, That's right. (laughs) Yeah, it just Um, sounds like the other one knew how to cycle the cycle uh, protocol. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of which, I've been talking to Roman on Instagram. Uh, we're talking yeah. about Roman, not very well. We're talking about Roman Krennikov, yeah. uh, who is the first place finisher in the Europe region, whose re- visa has been denied twice yes. to get into the states for for the games, and the games are two weeks away. Yeah, and he's like asking for help from anybody who can who can do anything. Yeah. And I have put him, uh, I've gotten some of his information to uh, people who may be able to help him. So it would be very fucking cool if somehow I was a catalyst for bringing him to the states for the mm. games also i think it would be like a black mark on my like i don't i think i would lose my tsa pre and global <laughs> entry because i'm helping a russian guy get into the united states oh, yes. but uh hopefully that works out mm-hmm. if you are listening to this and there hasn't been an announcement that roman krennikov either a has tested positive and is not going to the games <laughs> or b his visa has uh-huh. been denied again if you or if his visa been been uh been allowed if you haven't heard one of those two announcements, please figure out if there's a way that you know someone at the State Department who can help him out. Yeah. This, from the surface, looks like a very selfless act by Armin, <laughs> but it 100% is selfish because uh-huh. he just wants him to make it to the game so he'll pop at the game. How yeah. dare and he you? he can say, I was right all along. Yeah. As it turns out, he's having like someone from the State Department reach out and says, we looked, he's not having any visa issues. It cleared <laughs> like three weeks ago. It's just like when he when his blood when his blood came back clean from regionals, he was like, what, what? I'm sorry? Uh, no, as it turns out, I can't go to the games. Um, hashtag, I have to stay back here. Hashtag keep Roman in Russia. There you go. Wait, uh, so <laughs> are visa issues the new Pectar? 
Exactly. How dare mm-hmm. you? Ouch. All right, Hey-o. Dave Castro. So, Dick Castro. Yet again, <laughs> to not bury the lead, mm-hmm. Emily Abbott tested yeah. positive mm-hmm. for uh, what is being mistakenly referred to as, as a SARM, a but mm-hmm. it is not a SARM. It is a human growth horm- hormone secretagogue. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. And that's a great name for a metal band. Yes. Secretagogue. Secretagogue. Yes. Yep. I can just imagine the very sharp... <laughs> Nearly unreadable font within which it would be written. No, Secretagog no. sounds more like a doom metal band. Yeah. How? You know? What is that? Does that look like that? No, a doom metal band would have a more legible logo because Gog in itself sounds very low, bassy. It makes it sound so. That's what I think. Welcome to Secretagog. Not necessarily. You never know. You never know with doom metal. You could have clean vocals. It could have harsh vocals. We don't know. But that would be my call. My my guess. Secretagog doom metal. Anyway. Uh yeah, so, so she tested well, positive. She tested positive. So how how likely is it you guys know about steroids? How likely mm-hmm. is it that you accidentally take this I would in be, one of your supplements? I would be very well. That's that's actually it's a good question because probably judging by the internet, a lot of people have been taking uh, that particular human growth hormone secretagogue as a research chemical back in our days before all of the steroid-oriented channels got deleted from YouTube, mm-hmm. and I went down rabbit holes of watching like Tony Huge videos about SARMs and steroids and Carterine. Bummer, and that guy just fell off the face yeah, of the planet. Yeah, well, he's, he's out there. He's just not on YouTube, but... Um, I started, uh, so apparently like that was something you saw like a whole bunch of. So there's probably a lot of people taking it out there in the world. So it's not inconceivable to me that athletes who are not worried about being tested, who are around her, might be taking it, I guess. But my only I thing mean, is if you're taking it, you're not going to, you're not, it does not, it's not coming from a supplement store. Well, no, know. where, where it would have come from is again, contaminated from a factory producing that plus other things. And the yeah. thing is. Uh, a lot of the uh, companies which also produce uh, research chemicals like MK677, i.e., uh, whatever, the, our growth hormones, the thing she's here, on, the thing she's on uh, also produce legitimate supplements. Ibumotrin? Something like that. That's all I know. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of them also produce legitimate legal supplements as well. Right. So there's mm-hmm. totally there's some kind of possibility of contamination. That is, that is true. That's one thing to keep in mind that. Um, the the my supplements were tainted it's a cliche almost yeah. like played out excuse yeah. yeah but it is fucking possible and much more likely than people imagine when you're when you go onto a gnc when you go into a gnc and just pick something up off the shelf mm-hmm. dude, there's no guarantee that yeah. that thing has what it says mm-hmm. in it and it doesn't have yeah other fun, things in funny it. enough like that's one of the big things i'm learning in my in my new job is about this whole supplement uh, testing protocol and like yes. a lot of companies just don't give a shit and use the cheapest stuff they could find and then nobody checks so they just slap the label on it mm-hmm. put it out there and it works for the most part yeah. and nobody gets popped should we talk about Chase's new job? Chase, let's, can we talk about your job? Let's get to it. Yeah, Chase works it. for C4. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is basically... Uh, Makes plastic explosives. Exactly. Featured in the movie uh, Speed heavily. That's I why that's where it got popular. 100%. I have to say, as considering that this podcast was founded with us all talking about pre-workout, how appropriate it is <laughs> that, that Chase yeah, actually, now we had works someone for on, on social media mention... Uh, Mentioned Full Metal Jacked and how disappointed yes, they are. Yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah, that. they just yeah. never returned my calls. Like yes. I was eager for work. Yes, <laughs> Full Metal Jacked at them and they just missed never the said boat. Anything. You missed the boat, Full Metal Jacked. Yeah, guys. So I'll be I'll be heading up the Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter accounts for Cellucor. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see my 
work that I did for Flow Elite, but now somewhere else, it'll be completely different. But if yeah. you want to follow, I'll be behind the wheel. I, I just imagine Chase sitting at a desk just covered in piles of lightning lemonade flavored C4 the way it's really Tony good for Montana your skin. sits <laughs> in front of piles of cocaine and just like they're like Chase we need we need you to post something on Instagram and he goes fight <laughs> 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 the lightning <laughs> um, so more importantly Chase does this mean that all of us at this table never have to pay for C4 ever again. I'm pretty sure that's what it means, right? I think that's what it means. Mm-hmm. I can't say anything on the record. <laughs> okay, well, let, let me at least throw this out there. It's not related to this podcast. A great C4 sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll, eventually get, we'll eventually get back to Emily Abbott. Um, but a great is uh, a great... You should... Have you considered spo- sponsoring a musical act... Uh, uh and I'm I'm thinking of Marshall Beck and the Totally Tough Guys and their new song "Do You oh Even Lift, Bro." This is a song. This is a new heavy metal song. I found out through my heavy metal channels, <laughs> which I watch. New song, uh, new sort of weird uh, kind of thrashy death metal song called this. The song is called "Do You Even Lift, Bro," and you. It's a death metal song about weightlifting by Marshall Beck and the Totally Tough Guys. That actually, this is literally like the f- second lyric in the song. Beta alanine through your veins, skin tingling, engulfed in flames. Come on. Mm-hmm. That is C4 so sponsorship. good. It's a gift from heaven, guys. Yeah, it is, is a gift incredible. from That should be the next TV ad spot. Yes, it is the new theme song of this podcast. Yes. As I'm really bummed about the Emily Abbott thing. I'm also bummed about Emily Abbott. I remember what I was going to say, which is her response was interesting on Instagram, which is that she quickly volunteered like that. She's like, they wouldn't listen to my explanation, which, which sounds like she had an explanation ready, which I would assume was not my supplement production was tainted or I must have taken this tainted supplement. She sounded like she had a, a some sort of message she wanted to communicate to CrossFit about why she had tested positive and didn't, you know, and that was seemed to be what the language indicated and maybe that's me reading too much into her yeah. statement. I don't know, but uh, but I, I feel like if she had just taken tainted supplements it would have and was completely blindsided by this, then she wouldn't have so quickly said that she had an explanation for why she had. And mm. I'd be curious to see what that explanation was. I've got to say I was very disappointed in her in her Instagram post because it was like for immediate release yeah. and it was like a pr thing in yeah. third person and i'm like man that's not what instagram is like yeah. mm-hmm. even if you do hire like i don't know for whatever fucking reason that this is you think this is a big enough deal to hire like a you know uh what's it called like a crisis manager but it was written in first person though the statement mm, was no written wasn't in first the state the, the statement was i saw the for immediate wasn't release it? part I think the, I think the statement was in first person, but and I can understand or the four immediate release because from her because it makes it sound official. You know, I get it. I get. It. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crucify her for releasing a a, a very official sound, sounding statement. But I mean, I just felt like it, it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't great. No, it's in third person. Okay, it's in third person. Well, given the I fact, I know the difference it included, between the two. <laughs> and it included a quote from her. That's why. That's yeah, why okay. they had, they had yeah, first yeah. person moments, but it was a quote from yeah. her. So, so it's like she's being quoted in her own Instagram post. Which I would is just strange. like to hear from her what the explanation is, you know, because in I fact, agree. if you have an explanation, I would like to hear what it is, because there's like 
There are weird, shitty explanations that don't make any sense, like John Jones saying, like, I took a gas station dick pill, you know? I'm that just, does make sense. Yeah, which is Hall of sure. Fame mm-hmm. level. Yeah, of, I'm just like, because like, you never <laughs> suspect a dick you know, pill to fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. Like a, like a, like a high-level athlete which is really I having erectile dysfunction. Yeah. I try not to get tested because I am just guzzling That's why we're underachievers. <laughs> we just yeah. want to stay clear of WADA. Any mm. of those, any of those associations. But you know, I, I have heard, um, you know, so I've I w- I've been hearing rumors of Emily Abbott having tested positive for mm-hmm. a long time. In mm-hmm. fact, it was like the worst kept secret oh, in really? CrossFit history in my mind. Like mm. I probably first heard about it five weeks ago. Oh, okay. So you mean by a long time? You mean this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, and I got like. It, it like came, you know how you can kind of tell based off of the amount of people who are talking mm-hmm. to you, kind of get a feel for how open it is or what's going on or when it's going to be announced. Like by Monday, over the course of the weekend leading up to Monday morning, I had received, fuck, a <laughs> dozen people, mm. different people. Hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? And yeah. I was like, they're going to fucking announce something on Monday for yeah, sure. Yeah. Because mm. otherwise the news wouldn't be getting spreading so quickly because the news spreads when they start mm-hmm. telling key players something like what they did with annie and frederick yeah, yeah so um you know there's there's this like idea of like if you're gonna be keeping a secret keep it a secret mm-hmm. but there, there's definitely really big holes in yeah, how yeah. crossfit sort of keeps that sort of information under wraps because there's a lot of people individuals who i don't know what their direct connection would be to the situation but we're reaching out Having heard something, it's like, what? How the fuck does it does that happen? Wasn't uh, fuck? What's his name? Third place last year got popped. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Garrard. Garrard. Yeah, Ricky Garrard. That was like out there for a while before it was actually announced, wasn't it? Also, uh, was that it? that one? Um, I didn't feel like it. I, I felt didn't like think it was so. pretty like. I think, okay. I think they actually did a really good job of keeping that one under wraps. Okay, good, interesting. Yeah, I'm, they did I'm a really good job. Um, um, but but the thing about Emily is. She's like a fan favorite in a way that no one else who's been popped is, right? Yeah. So she's a lot done, of people she's done videos with HQ, like yeah. consistently. Mm-hmm. Like she's worked with HQ in the past, and uh, you know she's she. I wouldn't say she's like one of HQ's darlings, but mm-hmm. I certainly would say that she's on friendly terms with them, or was on friendly terms with yeah. them. But you know, I, I also heard that after regionals after she got tested and after she sort of started realizing that maybe things weren't going to be going her way she sort of just packed up and left mm. and cut off a lot of communication and it just wasn't wasn't really participating in mm. like her she she was training with Invictus I reached out to CJ CJ was like yeah man I don't know I haven't heard from her in a long time mm. like she just kind of left mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird Um, so, you know, it's just, there's a lot of strange circumstances. I even reached out to Emily and she hasn't, she hasn't responded. So, you know, there's, I think there's, and we have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. Like we regularly were talking about training and Mm -hmm. stuff. like, uh, you know, I have, I have, I think what I would consider a pretty decent relationship Mm -hmm. with her. So, you know, it's very, it's very strange situation. It's a big bummer because like I said, a lot of people are big fans of hers, but dude, we have fucking 14 positive tests. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas this time last year we had three, mm. we had a total of nine the entire season last year, mm. maybe ten if there was one during the open. I don't remember, but um, we've had fourteen so far. There's at least two or three more, but those aren't qualifying mm. spots. And which um, means that just a lot more people decided to start using PEDs this year than last year. Maybe <laughs> that's definitely what it means. That's what it means. Maybe or. Or, I mean, or, in another world... But what if this? Maybe Dave Castro is, like, more <laughs> aggressively going out and being like, man, I really do suspect that guy yeah, and having them right. tested more. 
more active. He's really he's on Instagram watching everyone snatch videos, and he's like, "Get him!" Yeah, <laughs> that that's interesting that you point that out. That she's kind of like dip because I feel like that that even maybe highlights it even more that whatever reason she had mm-hmm. for whatever was in her system was legitimate in her eyes, and then whenever the organization that she mm. thought had her back and would at least hear her out said no, like yeah. Why the fuck even do this anymore? Yeah, but it also might be just her stepping away because she's anticipating a, a coming embarrassment and doesn't want to be in the public eye. It's the kind of thing like, fuck, you get caught, and then so you're just like backing away because you just don't want to be there when the shit comes down. So <laughs> I'd like to me, it could go either way, you know? So I think I think at the end of the day, um, you know, for like perspective's sake, I think a, a lot of athletes in CrossFit, now it's becoming a bigger deal than it ever would have been mm-hmm. previously because the sport is growing. Yep. But, um, you know, it, it really isn't the end of the world. I mean, it, it makes a big deal in, you know, the near to midterm future, but it's not the end of the world for, mm-hmm. for a lot of these athletes. So, you know, if it's your only profession and it's your only way of making money, then you probably need to call an audible and figure <laughs> something else out. But, you know, I, I, I imagined relatively quickly Emily Abbott will be back on her feet. Mm-hmm. The, the real thing that is that is crazy to me as well is there's there's been a few athletes especially female athletes who are caught doing like really fucking hard drugs like anavar or mm. winstrol mm-hmm. and you know coming up with the best fucking excuses oh for those being in their, in their what system. are some of the excuses yeah, for that? Heard, number that. one greatest excuse of all please time, say what i think you're gonna Dick say uh no. was i forget what her name was but she was like i strained my elbow and i was having a hard time getting it back to back to like healthy and then i went to a doctor and the doctor was like we can give you Osterin. Uh, and it's like, Osterin is Anivar. No mm. doctor is fucking uh, prescribing. Osterin is not Os- Not Osterin. Uh, uh, Oxandrolin. Oxandrolin. Uh-huh. Like, we'll give you, we'll give you uh, Anivar. No doctor is fucking prescribing Anivar mm. for a strained ligament in your elbow. That was Rachel Campbell out of the South Rachel region. Campbell. That's who it was. I remember her name, first name was Rachel, but I don't remember what her last Anivar name was. Anivar still Campbell. is prescribed, though. It's one right. Of it's prescribed for, like, muscle-wasting uh, diseases, mm-hmm. like... If you have HIV, or not not if your doctor is cool. Yeah, well <laughs> it, it's yeah. By the way, it's important to remember that you can be prescribed anything for any reason. Yeah. So if she it's has it, so it's 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 entirely possible that she had a quote unquote cool doctor, and she's an athlete, and she got a completely legit prescription. And but it's just was it obviously is still means she's taking it. By the way, I'm just imagining like doctor cool guy, yeah. like lab coat, sunglasses, riding in on a skateboard, like. You just fishtails up. Oh, here's your Anavar. Cool yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. They got those guys out there. They're called. Uh, they're called. Uh, what is it? Uh, H or it was it hormone replacement? Therapy right. The doctors. the youth doctors. Oh, the they're youth doctors. Cool they, uh-huh. She also my my favorite thing. The thing that makes Rachel Campbell's this has excuse to be the best is that she not only says that hey my my doctor prescribed oxandrolone to me in order to make my elbow or bicep or whatever the fuck feel better. Not only that, but she followed it up with like, so I took it mm-hmm. and then realizing that I was getting sick, like she doesn't really say this, but reading between the lines, realizing that she got fucking way better at CrossFit mm-hmm. really quickly. Uh-huh. She was like, I should probably figure this shit out. Probably looked it up and was like, oh, fuck, this is steroids as uh-huh. if as if she didn't know. <laughs> right. And yeah. then she goes, I applied for a therapeutic therapeutic use exemption. From uh-huh. CrossFit, it's like, oh, so you started taking Anavar, and then you're like, 
Maybe I should just ask him for permission <laughs> and then ask CrossFit, hey, would you guys be cool with me taking Anivar? Is that okay? Uh, if she, actually, also if she actually did that, that is... That's is, what she, she, says. is she that That's dumb? That's what she says. She well, says yeah, there was she no says, other reason for them to test her. Well, she well, didn't she come she close to like finishing. Thirty fifth yeah. or something. <laughs> sure, sure. On the combined thing. leaderboard, she's at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing I'm imagining is like she sits down, like walks up to her laptop, opens up, opens it up, like starts you know googling some stuff. Then suddenly, record scratch. Oh shit! This is steroids. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. <laughs> Yeah. That's uh, it's it's uh, it's really it's a ridiculous thing. The, yeah. the level of excuses that are coming out of people are, are fucking fantastic. But that takes it to a whole nother level of saying my doctor prescribed Anavar. Well, for my bum th- that's bicep. such a bizarre story. And if she actually did go to HQ and ask for a therapeutic use, blah, blah, blah. That just makes me think that. I suddenly now believe every word she said. <laughs> otherwise, she wouldn't have got caught if she didn't actually reach out about a therapeutic use thing. Right, and what so I sort no, of believe everything. No one would have suspected. Right. Yeah. And what's so incredible? That's the part that's so incredible to me. It's like, man, you're you're going through all of this effort. Which, by the way, it's like, congratulations, CrossFit, for catching a bunch of qualifying athletes, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. and then also like lucking into catching you know, like eight other people who mm-hmm. were dumb enough to like make it really obvious. But mm-hmm. there's probably more athletes who were on steroids at regionals, but you don't know or care because they suck. So yeah. it's like when you when you place in the bottom 10 at regionals mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, fuck, like, man, that guy looks like he's way too jacked to be here right now. <laughs> and then, like, oh, wait, no, he's in last place. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can you can be on whatever you want. So it's like, man, why do you even go through all that trouble to take last place? By the way, and I think that that, if anything, uh, the lesson we can learn from this is if your dream is to qualify for regionals, then it's fucking on. Take whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. Like, if your dream is just to qualify as a regional athlete, then just fucking, you have a blank check. Find just a doctor to prescribe Anavar for you. I just had a really yeah. great idea for a piece of content for Arm & Hammer TV. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> qualify Armin for regionals. <laughs> no, qualify Cliff for regionals. Yes. Oh yeah, that that would take a while. That that would be a lot of the harsher weight too, loss drugs. Too there. long. Yeah. Of a, I think I think the thing. one the one silver lining out of the out of the Emily Abbott bust for me hmm. is well okay two. Mm-hmm. It shows that maybe testing is getting better, but the other thing is now Meredith Root. We'll be going to the CrossFit Hell Games. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm a big Meredith Root, Root fan. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really familiar. I mean, other, she must be good if she's at the top of the West Region. West Region? So yeah, yeah. She's in, in a, she's in a past life, I had to go to uh-huh. other off-season CrossFit events uh-huh. and watch what was going on. And one of the names that we saw come through quite a bit at Granite Games and Wadapalooza mm-hmm. was one Meredith Root. Nice. And I was like, fuck, this chick is super fucking fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and at Wadapalooza, she was like putting on a heck of a show, but ended up getting sick because a lot of people get sick at Wadapalooza and was out the rest of the competition. Mm-hmm. But she's probably going to place, you know, top three, top four in, mm. the, in the women's division down there. Yes, yeah. yeah. so nice, nice. She also has a her great shirt. Her shirt says, "I am Root." Uh, <laughs> oh. yes. um, speaking of Wadapalooza and uh, drug testing, this was the second year in a row that CrossFit took advantage of the fact that there's a lot of top-name CrossFitters showing up to events like Wadapalooza uh-huh. and scheduled, like, 25 uh, random drug tests mm-hmm. with these athletes. For people who are going to Wadapalooza specifically? For, yeah, so, like, I remember this was the, it was the second year in the row this year. It's a great reason not to go to Wadapalooza if I, you're I'm, an athlete. It's like, 20, it's, like, January. I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the uh, uh, hotel lobby mm-hmm. and just getting some work done using the free Wi-Fi in the Starbucks. 
and just seeing like droves of CrossFit Games athletes being like walked in and to the bathroom and out <laughs> or walked up to because what they what they do I don't not our am hotel. I not supposed to be talking about this not no, our no, hotel no, 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 lobby not by our the hotel way. lobby just a hotel it doesn't lobby. matter anymore we, we stayed we stayed yeah, it doesn't matter we stayed yeah. in like a shitty fucking box it was yeah. it was a cockroach <laughs> den with no Wi-Fi um, but the nice hotel that's right next to the the park. Uh, I think what they do is they have like two or three testers. Mm-hmm. They get one, they get a room or two rooms and then they just bring athletes in between events. Mm. They just like pull them in. They're like, you're doing a drug test now. Hmm. See, I was and really hoping you meant that they were walking into the Starbucks bathroom, like just in and out, in and out. But like you couldn't <laughs> actually go in there unless you bought a coffee. So they have so to buy a coffee first. Copies. Yeah, they have to buy a mm. coffee first. And they walk in with their little pee cup. Then they walk back out, you know, and it's just like a revolving door of uh, CrossFit athletes at yeah. uh, the Starbucks. Or it's like, you know, when like the men's bathroom is full. So the lady like brings her son into the women's bathroom. And I would have nice to escort him in and everyone feels weird about it. <laughs> you know, God, we mi- exactly really missed like out that. right there. That would have been a great piece of content. Just <laughs> recording athletes as they came out from getting a pissed us. We hid but cameras. We, we hid cameras in all the toilets. <laughs> there is one there's one crossfit games qualifier for this year who i uh who i got a chance to talk to after they were tested and uh they weren't nervous or anything but it's it's one of those things where i think it might have been one of the first times that they were tested like this and they were just kind of like what did i just go through like that's Mm. so strange because it's a strange process yeah the person taking the test the person administering to the test has to witness urine leaving your body yeah. so they're looking at your dick or they're looking at your where do where does pee come out on girls i don't know they're lady <laughs> stored in the balls <laughs> women don't dicks. pee <laughs> they're looking at your dick or they're looking at your lady dick there are two holes <laughs> <laughs> uh. whatever whatever dick shaped um, but part wait. of women mm-hmm. that pee comes if you out. Pa- but wait a minute! If you have to put in this tampon, shape. how do you pee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Oh my god! All I don't worry. I figured that out when I was like 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's a uh, it's a it's a new world. It's a new world, guys. Where it's a women new world pee. where women pee out <laughs> their dicks, <laughs> men pee out their dicks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is startling the first time you have to do a drug test. Interesting. And someone's looking at your dick. Yeah. Do you know what that would be? It would be just a man. That would just be a man staring at my dick for like half an hour while I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just not. I'm not nervous. I apologize. You have to do some fluffing before you go. (laughs) Dude, there's no way you want the rumors coming around. They're Mm -hmm. like, they're like, guys, uh, because you know those those (laughs) testers get together. They're they're just Gabby Gus's. They get together in the in like the pinky. It was the end of my pinky. They're just like they're like having coffee. I'm a grower, not a shower. They're having coffee. They're like, um. Yeah, man. How was your weekend? It was, it was pretty wild. I got to go test the uh, the female bodybuilding competition. It's like, oh, yeah, Jesus. I went. <laughs> I went to go test the CrossFit competition. You'd never guess how small that guy's dick is. It's crazy. <laughs> no wonder he lifts so much weight. Um, That's right. Yeah. So uh, what I'm trying to say I is, I thought you were going to say that their dicks were the same size <laughs> at both events. That's the obvious joke. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really fucked that. Pun I thought up. that was the direction you were going in. I really as well. fucked that one up. Um, do we think that the the testing at the at at regionals is is really improving that much or are people just getting more brazen 
Uh, no, I think it's um, probably a matter of Dave Castro being somewhat, you know, embarrassed and shook by the fact that the third place finisher at the games last year popped. Not only popped, Nick but Cummings. said after he popped that I was on all this shit at regionals. Yeah, and so I think that the uh, uh, the method of uh, finding people to test, as outlined in his book, of hey, that guy has three hundred pounds snatch, must be on steroids. Has probably been revamped this year. Or that guy, that guy annoyed me. He must be on steroids. Yes, yes, yes. Probably been revamped a bit to cast a bit of a wider net than Dave Castro's uh, Instagram. Probably. Uh, you know, the, the, the two individual qualifiers, uh, Ganin and Abbott, Abbott's, the, the uh, substance that she tested positive for, the half-life is less than 24 hours. So she was taking it on Saturday, at least. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a really strange... I don't know half where, life or detection time. I think detection time would be a little longer than that. Uh, I, that my understanding was it was it was like it was a twenty four hour situation. Mm. But the same thing with the exogenous test mm-hmm. uh, that Ganin was caught on. It's like a it's like another. If he had just been three or four days earlier when he stopped taking testosterone, God knows if he ever stopped taking testosterone. <laughs> but let's just assume that he tried to take a fucking system t- on him <laughs> and his shorts <laughs> while he was working out. But you know, it's like seven to ten days. You get like ten days out and you stop taking testosterone. Your test levels are going to be really fucking high. Yeah. That ratio is going to be really high, but it's not going to be off the fucking charts high like it was. Mm. And that's that's the thing. I feel like when you know that there's a test coming. Like, you know that there's a possibility you're going to get tested mm. or a very good likely chance you're going to get Cycle tested. Off like Shouldn't Roman. you be smart <laughs> enough to figure that shit out? Yep. I, think, I think Roman was using a test prop as opposed to test cipionate or enanthate, which is what uh, Ganine was using. I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't language. know what those things mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, propionate is the shorter ester of injectable test, as outlined in the... Uh, Watch him, who's it? Uh, Icarus movie. He had uh-huh. the guy on test prop, which was a little surprising. Then I realized, oh, wait, if you're trying to make a uh, steroid test, that's what you want to do. Unfortunately, you have to eject it every other day as opposed mm-hmm. to like once a week. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Cliff, you should really take more steroids. You seem to know so much about it. Mm-hmm. We Please should take more testosterone. What's in there? The, but there was also some more uh, of our favorite, uh, uh, the Scale is Needed podcast's favorite uh, uh, performance enhancing drug, uh, Endurable. Endurable yeah. showed up. Yeah. It did. It's as if someone saw Ricky Ricky Grad's performance like, oh, and yeah, positive yeah. test and they're like, oh my God, that's exactly what I need. I need yeah. more. Mm-hmm. I need babe, more endurance. Babe, come here. Come here. Yeah, yeah. We need to order this. Yeah. Like <laughs> Google, uh, uh, Alexa, buy me Endurable. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. It will arrive in by, two days. By the way, again, just just want to put it out there. If your goal is just to qualify to the CrossFit regionals, why not? Because if if you're only if you're at best going to come in forty fifth place at the regionals, no one's going to give a shit unless you go to them and ask for an exemption. Just so. know that <laughs> I will give a shit. I will <laughs> yes. know, and I'll judge Chase you as a piece of shit cheater. I and like, so will that voice in your head. Guys, there's like a pill Jesus you can take. As like a uh, CrossFit steroid vigilante. Yes. Like, I can't kick just, your ass though. Just, n- just, n- up, just nut punching guys. I'm who... mad disappointed. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you swoop down to like the 50th place finisher. Like you say, I know what you did, and I'm very disappointed. And just like walk away. But you're in like a cape, and you're like you got a mask, get a whole like costume thing going on. Like chase. Uh, you can only swoop down. You don't have the grappling hook to go back up, so you have to just walk away. Yeah. Well, I wonder if. We're going to see this carry over more into the games because I think Cliff 
uh, you really touched on something that is a huge motivator here, which is, I can't remember if it was Clifford Kyle that said this, but it was that Ricky Garrard's positive test was massively embarrassing mm-hmm. for CrossFit. It was me who said that. And so they tried to make it a big part of the documentary, and yeah, it was fine. But the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is, like, you need to, as a sporting company and a media company and the governing body of your sport, which is a really strange combination of roles that CrossFit mm-hmm. pays, plays, but um, you need to fucking be able to say, make a statement the following, like, following up that with a statement, mm-hmm. right? And I think that it's fair to say that CrossFit is, they probably have never been fucking around. Mm. They just never gave a shit. Yeah. But now they give a shit or at the very least now they're not fucking around mm. because the, the situation that they have is still not really that great as far as, not, as far as anti-testing goes or testing goes, right? Because it's still just them. It's still a third party that they're still the only ones that know who tests positive. They're still the only ones who decide what the sanctions are and who gets announced they still hold all the keys. Yep. So it's 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 very weird situation to be in where now it's like, oh, guys, we're taking this much more seriously. But there's still this like this shroud of secrecy around the entire process that shouldn't mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember to just talk about my own little uh, uh, educational journey. I remember in an early episode of this podcast very naively asking, like, are there even performance-enhancing drugs that could make you better at CrossFit? As it turns out, there are quite a few. <laughs> and they're very efficacious. Again, I want to point out, if your goal is just to qualify for CrossFit <laughs> regionals, there's literally a magic pill you could take that could make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it might it might just be endurable. It might just be endurable. This show brought to you by, by endurable. endurable. Oh wait, do we all uh, get like steroids now? Have great. you not been getting yours? Yes. No. Look, look uh oh. Uh oh. I thought you, I thought you might have been the placebo in our control group. <laughs> <laughs> I for one will not be taking any of those steroids. I will be having delicious Zevia though. So yeah. Beth Fit Games brought to you by Zevia coming up later God this year. Right. Yeah. But by the way, Beth Fit Games completely untested. You can take whatever you want. Whatever you want. You can have the steroids they're going to give me. The question is, could we load up a, um, a lesser Beth with enough drugs <laughs> to be, that she could mm, be Bethany Shadbird? No. There, yeah, I don't think there's any drugs no. that could that could take Bethany Shadbird I'm, down as I'm like the you. fittest Beth any. Yeah. Um, but now th- it does remind me of uh, before we completely switch topics here, the Talking about like the Mount Rushmore of drug excuses, there is the uh, John Jones uh, bought a yep. gas station dick pill. There is uh, Rachel Campbell's. I was prescribed Anavar for a strained bicep. Uh-huh. Then there's also uh, in the weightlifting world, there's the actual World Cup winning excuse greatest of all time is. Um, my boyfriend was on trend and I sucked his dick too much. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. I, wait a minute. What that was this from? No. That is 100%. What, 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 what sport was this from? This was in weightlifting. Uh-huh. And it was a weightlifter out of uh, NorCal who won nationals and then uh, immediately tested positive for, I think, trend, which yeah. is like the biggest the steroid. biggest uh-huh. and, and most redonkulous of all redonkulous steroids. It's mm-hmm. like stanazolol, which has a lol in the fucking yeah. name, and then trend, which is what like all the bodybuilders and yeah. shit in the 90s were on. Yeah, well, it's what they're on today. It's yeah. still on today, right? But uh, 
Yeah, so she her her excuse was my boyfriend is on trend and uh, I I just suck his dick too much. So <laughs> I want to hear what the official positive. statement was. What the official? By the way, it's like how do you embarrass yourself more after <laughs> you get popped for trend Malone? Is to say that I wasn't taking trend Malone. I just drink so much cum on a regular basis. <laughs> no, no, I see this more as like a like sassy what? Long Island kind of thing, where it's like, nah, my boyfriend's just too hot. I just gotta suck his dick all the time, and I just absorbed all that trend. It definitely wasn't that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It definitely wasn't that. Definitely clipping that sound bite out of. Daniel, though, <laughs> and using it anywhere my else. It's way too hot. That's so good. That's it's my new text notification. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that is the uh, that is saying, the Kyle, goat. Don't slut shame. That's right. That's the Michael Jordan. That's the Michael Jordan flu game of excuses. <laughs> um, there is, uh, yeah. There is. Speaking of cutting out uh, audio clips, I was, I was. For some fucking weird reason, I was listening to the Rich Froning, the Froning and Friends podcast oh earlier gosh, today. Oh my gosh, I saw that posted today. And mm-hmm. um, they have a moment where he's interviewing uh, Dingleberry Dan Bailey about <laughs> how he had his uh, his boat, how he was living on his boat. And at one point, it was like late at night, and he was working on his boat, and he accidentally like basically punctured a hole into it mm-hmm. like pulled out a little like valve or something and uh, he had to run to home depot to ask them to see if they had anything to help him and this is the phrase he used i'm going to go ahead and just play this recording quote this boat is going down and i need your cock <laughs> oh oh oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sales. right before right before that he, he was like he's like i ran into home depot and i grabbed the first person i saw and i said show me your cock <laughs> and rich's rich running's face immediately because rich just always looks bored it doesn't matter who he's ta- who they're uh-huh. talking to he's always just kind of like staring off into the distance like not paying attention mr personality dan bailey goes show me your cock and rich is like just turns and looks over and I'm like, did you hear what you just said? Did you not just hear what you said? Uh, yeah. So that was uh, that's a great uh, moment. Uh, nice. I stopped watching after that because I figured it peaked and there's nothing else. <laughs> oh, interesting yeah. In there. Um, speaking of videos that are, are mildly interesting for the entire duration. You guys are released the 300 pound cost for the yeah. video. Oh, yeah. We talked about it briefly a couple weeks ago. We teased it. On Arm and Hammer TV on YouTube. That's right. And then I finally got in there and made it happen. And uh, I think it came out really nice. I think it was fun. That was fun. Especially considering how fast and improvised that video was. I think it turned out really well. For those of you who are not in the know, go to Arm and Hammer TV on YouTube. Uh, There's a uh, video of the 200-pound CrossFitter versus the 300-pound CrossFitter. The 300-pound CrossFitter is the man to my left, Cliff, here. And... What uh, was Cliff's concept for the video? We put, we filled a backpack with a hundred pounds of weight and put it on Armin, so that Armin and Cliff weighed the same amount. We equalized their body weights to see perfectly if at evenly distributed, perfectly evenly mm-hmm. distributed, to see that if at three hundred pounds, uh, who was fitter, Cliff or Armin, and. We could tell you who wins, but I, I feel like that they should watch the video. I feel like they should watch the video. They should yes. watch the video. Let, let's just say that it's a, it's a dream of mine for a long time <laughs> to do this experiment, and uh, the dream, the dream, the dream, uh, the dream came true in that video. 
It was uh, it was a lot it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I'll tell you that it was a lot harder. <laughs> I, than I, I thought put it was on the hundred pound backpack while we were there, and a uh, hundred pound backpack is really heavy. Like it's <laughs> fucking heavy. Shocker. It sucks. And we didn't we didn't. Uh, people might watch it and think like, oh, this is cute. Like they probably shot this over the course of a few hours and like you know took <laughs> took breaks. We didn't take any fucking breaks. I put mm-hmm. the backpack on uh-huh. once. Yeah. I put the backpack on, and then we spent the rest of the entire time. We were at the gym shooting with me either resting with the backpack on or working out with the backpack on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when we were done, I took the backpack off and I kicked it. And I was like, fuck this thing. Yeah. I broke my foot. And, and uh, your, yours truly was operating camera. So apologies. Uh, it's <laughs> I very actually thought it came out pretty nice. No, it did, it did it, come everything's out nice. a little crooked, but oh, everything's crooked when I shoot too. So. Um, but uh, And I can say that it was more or less all done in one extended improvised take where you put on the backpack and I just started walking around. We're like, pull up bar. We hobbled over to the pull up bar and did pull ups. It's like, what next? I don't know. Push ups. And we did push ups. And then over to the squats, and then that, and so what you're really seeing is like a compressed one long take of stuff. And so. it actually came out really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm it, happy. I'm happy how it came out. We got a hundred pounds into that goddamn backpack, which I was skeptical if we could even pull that off and yeah. not destroy it, and uh, we did. Nope, spot so. on. Surprisingly, amazingly accurate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was saying earlier to these guys uh, off air. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna put this out there in case uh, anyone out there in listener land can make this happen. That the sequel. Uh, should involve either uh, you know, weighted style clothing from, like, say, Dragon Ball Z, like <laughs> armor or whatever, or if anyone can get this to us, literally put Armin in a full suit of armor. Yeah. A mm. full suit of armor. Armor hammer. Armor hammer. <laughs> armor hammer, you heard it here first. Uh, if, if anyone can facilitate this, let's but make it, it happen. I'm a very big fan of the idea of getting Cliff down to 200 pounds and making him compete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that was my favorite comment in the uh, in the YouTube video there. Of the uh, Now let's see uh, Cliff lose 100 pounds let's for the rematch. And uh, you know what? I'm working on it. We uh, No, no. It's what we do. We get you on one of those planes, like the anti-gravity trainers or mm. whatever. We just get you on one of those and then have you do CrossFit during the uh, the weightless periods. Or mm. we just cut Cliff in half. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I could lose a leg and an arm and then maybe be <laughs> 200 pounds. That's unfair. You'd still yeah. just be as strong as you are now with less weight to pull. That's, That's right. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Advantage Don't take that one, Armin. Uh, <laughs> as your attorney, I said no. I gotta say, though, that it was really it was fun to do that because it was fun to actually see like how Armin would perform at Cliff's body weight. And I think you get you get a sense watching Armin that like, oh shit, that really is what 300 pounds feels like on a smaller frame. And it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. I mean, to be totally fair, there's there's also with 300 pounds. I don't know what. Do you know what your body fat percentage is? I have no idea. It, it, there there's definitely some more usable mass <laughs> on Cliff's 300 pounds compared to literally adding a hundred pounds of dead weight yes. to a backpack yes. hanging <laughs> off of my Listen, traps. That all <laughs> that goes without saying. But let let let's not let's not you know let's not pierce the illusion here. But it's all working. So, but I do say I'm curious what are other arrangements of putting Armin against weird things and weird handicaps that we can put on Armin that people want to see. And we're putting the question to you, Scalas Nation. Armin versus the know. one-leg crossfitter. Now, yes, there now, you go. It's funny you, should, one leg. it's funny you should say that because Chase and I actually shot what the very next version of this is. 
and it's Chase and Armin versus Bethany Shadburn. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. And that's going to be that's hopefully <laughs> nice, going to be coming nice, out before nice, the nice, games. Nice. Awesome. And it is exactly what it sounds like. It's uh it's it's we took a workout that Bethany was doing mm-hmm. that day on her own. It was a four-round workout. Chase and I did it relay style uh-huh. and she did it alone style. I'm, and I'm not going to spoil anything for the folks out there, but Bethany, scoreboard. Scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh it was uh yeah that was that was an interesting experience so there's a lot more there's a lot more where that that came from yeah other ideas we're curious we're about trying out i think one we proposed uh seeing us if we could all beat john cena's lift challenge or whatever mm. it was in one day total it was total i would yep. like to see mm-hmm. that but we want to hear from you scalers nation let us know other fun challenges yes sound off can let we collectively know. outload a stone versus half thor Ooh, that's interesting. Could we collectively load Brian Shaw's record-breaking 500-pound stone? 561 <laughs> pounds. There, yeah. No, yeah. we would not be able to. Well, we that, would, uh, that, that would require each of us to go more than 100 pounds, so that's a nope. We would lose <laughs> Daniel in the process. <laughs> Daniel would be squished in the process, unfortunately. We roll the stone on Daniel so we all have better leverage yeah, with our hands. There we go. <laughs> we yeah. would use Daniel as a sling. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, I'm so glad Remember you showed up. I'm so sorry you showed up. <laughs> like, I don't know what you bonk. Oh, oh God, stop struggling, Daniel. Stop struggling. Uh, uh, why does it feel this way? Ah, <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so... Uh, More sound bites to cut out. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, also, let's also very quickly uh, check in with... Uh, mononutrient man yeah hashtag uh, mm-hmm. body by beef mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. cliff tell us what's going on bud well as my body as a greater and greater percentage of my body is turning to uh being made of beef uh <laughs> hopefully get to 100 percent within a few months here um it turns out it's uh and it does we harvest yeah it turns out it uh, does get a little old so i'm still kind of going through the dark phase of trying to get used to this here just because uh, it gets you miss even just the the low carb foods i would normally indulge in and such so f- as for the uninitiated Cliff is eating all 100 percent beef and salt yes, all beef salts water and a little bit of black coffee in the morning um but yes it's amazing how much i pine for things like eggs and pepper and quest bars oh my quest bars are so far out of reach I oh can't my god I, there's, that. there's a thousand ingredients in quest yes. bars that you that can't the have because of beef yeah. that's <laughs> the opposite <laughs> of beef this but <laughs> just imagine this is a very like cronenberg situation <laughs> of like half of cliff's body is slowly like mooing and like growing <laughs> fur he's like what's why am I spotted on my right thigh? This is very strange. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he has these little nubs on nubs his forehead. On, He's yeah, like, yeah. what is he this? He finds something in the mirror and then looks and it's a little teat growing out of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like itchy on his, itchy on his on belly. His body, He's like, what yeah. is that? And it's like See, a nipple. Well, Ooh, you I, may think that this is turning into a uh, the fly type situation. Yeah. I assure you it has a much happier ending mm. when Cliff finds acceptance in the furry community. There you oh, go. yes, yes. Uh, also, we, we since we were bringing up Tren earlier, I know the perfect plan now. Since Tren was originally developed as a veterinary steroid. They'd uh, put pellets beneath the backs of cows and that they would uh, just slowly go into the cow's bloodstream to, you know, muscle them up. And then uh, smart people figured out you could just buy the veterinary pellets, then do a little kit, and then make injectable Tren out of it. So that's fine. Very healthy. Yeah, yeah think, very healthy. I think uh, when, I, when I first Googled uh, the thing that Emily Abbott 
uh, tested for, mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be like, you know, when you first Google something like Anavar, it's like the first thing that comes up is a Wikipedia page or something. Yeah, yeah. But the first thing that came up was like a Google shop link. It was uh-huh. like, do you want to buy this? I was yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? You, I want to hey, buy man, this. Yeah, the, the SARMS Control Act is moving through Congress, so you can need to buy that shit right quick. Oh, yeah, I've got but I've is MK677 listed on the SARMS Control Act? I don't know. I don't know. It's technically not a SARM, but I don't know what other substances are uh, covered under there. It also shows up on, on Amazon, mm-hmm. which I don't know if this is the same thing, but it shows up on Amazon as like a reptile food pellet. It's like mm. a, a supplement. A lot of things are sold under other things. Fertilizer and, like, and things yeah, like that. I was yeah. like, ah. And then you know what made me really yeah. suspicious of it? It said not for human consumption. I oh, was yeah, like, yeah. You're fucking definitely for human consumption. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why else would Dude, you say that? The best thing I've the best thing I've seen, and this is it doesn't exist anymore, but it was fun when I was going down that hole of all the Tony Huge stuff, is his company sold his company linked to a dummy fertilizer sales webpage that is fully was fully built out so you could actually buy like miracle grow and like that thing that you push and it throws stuff and hoses all these products and like in the bottom right nondescript is the only product that mattered which was that they were selling uh, DNP which is a chem- which is a, a, a basically it's a fat burner a very p- potent one that can also be used as a I think a fertilizer or pesticide something to do with gardening I have no well, idea it's still sold and, as a fertilizer and right? you need yeah. and you need to uh, you actually take it using that thing that you push exactly. in the garden yeah. that like mm-hmm. flips out. Well, I like that it's like a one-stop shop. Like you get your uh, you, you get your <laughs> you get your fat burner. You get your miracle grow for your garden. Exactly. Like, you, no, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's just bizarre. Like you, it's funny too. I've I've because I've gone on those websites and seen like you can look at them and it's just like it it on first glance just appears and I, I guess in some ways is a legit fertilizer selling website that is entirely there as a smoke screen to sell this one performance just, I just drug. imagine like this smoke filled back room somewhere with someone with like the green yeah. the green uh, vinyl visor mm-hmm. and you know like the <laughs> band across their, their bicep they're just like just pulling a crank with all the pulling a, yeah, yeah pulling yeah. a crank and then suddenly someone like opens the door and they're like Frank Frank someone actually ordered fertilizer <laughs> 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 Uh, so he runs into a Home Depot. I need your yeah. cock. I need your cock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's where we're uh, at. Full circle. Um, I do remember last week us saying that this is going to be an all movies podcast. Nope. No, it is not, not a movie bit of that. podcast. Did, was at there all. movies? We had to talk about Ant Man. Oh, I did I, see Ant Man. You did I haven't see seen it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we have we have a very short period of time left on this on this card. We can nice. make this happen. So um, Ant Man. Ant Man. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it, it felt very minor. It felt like some missed opportunities dramatically, but overall, I I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, so. I had just tons of fun throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. There, I enjoyed I enjoyed every bit of that. Mm-hmm. I like that there's still a like an area within that Marvel you like cinematic universe or whatever where it's like stakes are low and we're just having fun and mm-hmm. we're just gonna go on a little romp. Mm-hmm. Even the criminal bad guys were just they, they weren't serious bad guys. Yeah. They're just silly bad guys. Yeah, uh-huh. Walton Goggins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Walton Goggins, who wasn't that bad. I mean, the yeah. worst thing is he uh, had tainted food in his restaurant there. That's adorable. I know. Not selling me on it. Yeah. I want I want to know what the world's at stake. Have you seen yeah. it? No, I'm not Chase? seeing it. Yeah, you don't need to see it. No, I'm, I'm see more it. On, I'm much more on the leave it end of the spectrum. Yeah, the, mm. the bad guy wasn't very interesting. In fact, the actress was pretty terrible. Well, that's here's the thing. Here's the thing about all that is I really felt like they had in like some earlier draft of the screenplay, there's all this great potential for great drama. There is the missing 
wife Michelle Pfeiffer who's been gone for 30 years there's the person there's the little girl who was somehow tainted by his technology and is just fighting to save herself who is the bad guy from turning out from disappearing from existence who has a relationship with the father figure who is friends with Michael Douglas and it's a whole thing I won't get the specifics because I don't want to spoil it which is great like it's like this tremendous like someone drew back a big rubber band there's all this potential energy for great drama and it goes nowhere and then all the characters kind of show up in one room in one scene at the end and everyone's like you know what guys let's just forget our differences and they all just sort of do and resolve it and then walk away and all of the potential drama and sacrifice and tension that could have exploded there in the end all the dramatic potential is just not acted upon and that was the biggest because here's the thing is the whole thing is a buoyant fun charming marvel movie the whole time and i really liked it and but and i was enjoying seeing these threads cultivated over the course of the film and when those threads ultimately come to nothing or are just sort of abandoned abruptly in one scene i was just like ah, oh, well that this could have been a lot better. Why wasn't it? I felt like the entire movie was... I mean, listen, there were there were some funny parts. There was some interesting mm-hmm. action. There was some, like, you know, cool moments. But I felt like the entire thing was... It was just... It was too... It was too ridiculous for me to be able to suspend my disbelief <laughs> enough to buy into any moment of it. Because... Hmm? And I'm you're talking to someone. I'm literally the person who just watched a giant purple guy snap his finger and re- remove half of all life from the universe. Oh, and yeah. I was like, sick. When, when, when's the next one coming out? Hmm. This movie, I was like, what the fuck is any of this? And even uh-huh. in the movie himself, uh, Paul Rudd is like, do you guys just add quantum in front of everything? Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. It's like they add quantum in front of everything yeah. and then make up fake fucking powers or abilities that quantum apparently gives you and then yeah. invent whatever the fuck quantum realm might even be. And then Michelle Pfeiffer somehow survives in for 30 years mm-hmm. in the quantum realm where there's nothing to eat but she somehow fashions like a a like uh it living in the desert-esque like tunic yeah, yeah. out of mm-hmm. whatever it was she was wearing she wasn't even wearing cloth by the way she was wearing no cloth yeah. she disappears <laughs> 30 years later she shows up with perfect fucking makeup yep. and a fucking like a, a caftan around her forehead that, that, and then she's like i have healing powers also you we're not breathing yeah, yeah. anything because we're smaller than air yeah. but we can still breathe it's okay let's be let's be small right now yeah, together yeah. Yeah, and then the entire fucking like mid mid credits roll scene roll and i was like this entire movie they built up to this goddamn trite fucking moment yeah. where like you just want to set this shit up i'm sweating right now you just want to set this <laughs> shit up with ant-man being stuck inside of this goddamn thing yeah. for no fucking reason mm-hmm. trying to harvest like whatever abilities or powers that you're like shoving yeah. into his goddamn robot box i don't fucking get it Here's it was yeah, I, fucking I, I find, dumb i, I, I found it really i was so i was like so this much. is dumb yeah. Yeah, well, i think it's really uh, odd that yeah your yeah. main complaints all seem to be around implausibility of Fantasy premises. Implausible but that's the thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I no, don't like it's no more. No, I need to have some sort of cohesive internal logic, and there was none of that here's, in this movie. Here's a lot here, but here's the thing. Here's I, I think that there's 
there was a script that had a healthy amount of story and drama in it, and there was a script, and then there was a bunch of jokes, and there was an idea of keeping the tone light and speedy and fun. And I think that at some point in the production, they decided to begin to really strip away and streamline story and a lot of and drama, and really just go for again that just buoyant fun speedy tone the whole time where we're learning as we go and honestly i just i enjoyed the hell out of all that stuff and i even liked the fact that as weird and sci-fi e as all the things were they were still within for me the realm of yeah fine it's it, it, it's marvel logic and then on top of that they called attention to it like i at, at right about the point where plausibility was starting to break down just even that one line like do you guys just put quantum in front of everything and just say it? like that works for me like it that's enough. Aware it says like uh-huh. listen we're in it we're, we're engaging in a contract with you the audience where yeah there's a bunch of silly science magic going on it doesn't matter she can shrink he can shrink she can go through walls now we're going to have some fun stuff. And I, I enjoyed a lot of the... Se- and a lot of the action sequences built around that are were great. Again, were fun. I, listen, don't get me wrong. I I am totally bought in to this mm-hmm. universe where there's magic and there's science and there's a guy who has like nanotechnology bots that live inside of a little box on his chest mm-hmm. and you can like call them out and turn them to mm-hmm. shields and yeah. knives and shit at any time. Like I fucking get that. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I can 100% buy into that. But when they shrunk yeah. down into the... When he... When... Uh, fuck... Uh, Hank Pym shrinks down to go get his wife Hope Van Dyne out of the quantum realm mm. finally I like leaned over to, to Kate and I was like what are they breathing because you can see him <laughs> go mm. yeah <sighs> Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, you're smaller than air. I don't know what the They're fuck. Outside what did you of bring? reality, what did like, you bring with no, you? But like literally, like that's the whole purpose of the place they are in. Right, the whole the purpose shit. of the place they're in is because you can you can make anything fucking happen kind out of, of it. Sort of like, though. Yeah, we go. Yeah. It is like, like this is where giraffes that shoot lasers out of their horn dicks exist. Exactly. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Now, now I'm interested. Though. No, but here's is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Again, how I, she survived. But here's the thing is, I, I do have issues with the movie, but my issues are just so far away from the issues yeah. you have with the oh, movie. That's what I'm having trouble that. with. No, my issues with the movie are 100%. Actually, I liked the fact that it was fun and exciting and have, funny, and, but the science, I cannot get I into. I, I, okay. I have an example. I have an example. Sorry, I did, don't mean to like monopolize this conversation, but I have one example that I think perfectly articulates my problems with the movie. There is a moment where uh, Paul Rudd is ever so briefly in inhabited i won't give the context inhabited by michelle uh, pfeiffer's character so he is michelle pfeiffer's character and that to me felt like a relic from an earlier draft but that was a more significant part of the story where potentially michelle pfeiffer's character was phasing into him more often and that would have eventually built to the character eventually coming back and the reason i say that it felt like a weird odd relic and a missed opportunity is because the moment happens, but it's breezed through what could have and really, I think, should have been a more uh, dramatically substantive moment, which would have been, you know, uh, what's-her-name, who's the lead actress, and Michael Douglas seeing their missing mother-slash-wife for the first time in 30 years, is breezed through so that that character can immediately jump onto a computer and execute some little thing to advance the plot to the next point. So my, my I guess my point is, Science fiction conceits, I don't mind. It's magic. I don't care. Uh, I enjoyed all the funny parts, but for me, it was I, I was missing some of that drama and some of that substance, and there were all these shadows of it still there in the movie. Like it was once there in the outline form, it was there. All the heart and all the the, the beef was there in the movie, and then it just sort of got and clipped then Cliff out. Cliff ate all of it Cliff because that's all he eats. Mm-hmm. 
All right, bringing things full circle. Uh, oh, well, the best scene in the entire movie, funny. which mm. actually might just be worth the price of admission, you can leave after this scene <laughs> happens, is uh, uh, Pena. What's his first name? Oh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena yeah. has this fucking incredible scene where uh, he gets basically hit with truth serum mm. and he tells this, this really long, detailed story that all the other actors act out with yeah. his voice. Mm-hmm. It's very fucking great. Yeah, they did the same thing in the first one, too. Yeah. They did the same thing in the first one. And yeah. so uh, they, really, they really knocked it out of the park in this one as well. And so... That that scene might be worth the price of admission if you have like movie pass, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can leave after that because the rest of it sucks. <laughs> yeah, everyone, there's just a just broadcasting this message out there to the rest of the world. I don't think any of our listeners are going to have the same objections Armin has. Someone so, will. So don't, Someone so will don't, the face of the earth so don't listen, don't listen to what Armin is saying <laughs> okay. and see the movie and have a good time. Here's, here, Ar- Armin I'm has like cinema sins level objections. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> in this that. magic realm, no. what's he breathing? Wait, no, oh, they, what, are they breathing no. some kind of magic air? Like, that doesn't make sense. Everyone knows that magic air, <laughs> don't, like, don't wait a minute. Throw me are you telling me that his, are you telling me that his helmet shrinks and his body at the same time i don't well, buy it made of the same material because we all know that helmets shrink at different rates than like cloth that's a good point so the van shrinks michael pena who's inside of the van at the same time and that it's like, is yeah, another I get, thing i, I thought like, of who, yes who I gives a fine. shit who Listen, fucking gives a shit? My point is... I don't care at all. I give a shit. I'm telling you, someone else watched this thing and was like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this even allowed in this universe? And it's only allowed because they're just like, it's fucking magic. Here we go. We can just do whatever the fuck yeah, we every, want. Everything in Marvel That's, is magic. Yeah, it's like, good. Like, I'm okay with it being described as magic. Marvel science has been magic. But it's it's uh, it it just I don't know. It's not like the first Ant Man was any fucking better with its sciency shit. But it was like this one. I just felt like the entire fucking movie was built on this fucking bed of lies. That's the, <laughs> that's it. That's how I felt. Oh man. All right. So um, yeah. Whatever. We'll just. I was on a plane. Is. And I, one of the movies that was available to watch was uh, Justice League, which I still have not seen, but I did hit play. <laughs> I hit play, and like the, all of a sudden, Batman's on a roof or something, and then like a gargoyle shows up, like an alien four winged gargoyle, and he like pins him to a wall, and I don't know what's happening. And then he meets Aquaman, and I'm just, it's like, that's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. I Ant Man is not a problem. I'm not That's gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you. I'm not gonna disagree with you about Justice League, yep. but. Uh, yeah, that's uh, there's a whole yeah, and that's I, a whole I, different I guess that's my, a whole different can of worms. I just just a real quick reader at this point. I am also a very much a stickler for science and movies. But that said, I am a all or nothing type guy, mm-hmm. such that as soon as a movie displays that it doesn't adhere one hundred percent accurately to science, as soon as there's a space movie where suddenly they have artificial gravity button. As soon as that happens, I instantly detach that part of my brain. It's like, okay, it's all magic time now. And, and I can enjoy it yeah. as a magic fantasy. So it's either, you know, movies like, I don't know, Contact or something, which are more or less trying to be 100% realistic. As soon as there's one little thing that tweaks me off, it's like, okay, we're in Lord of the Rings now. This is like Lord of the Rings. Great I gotta say, Yeah, I got to say, so long as con- I feel like a conceit operates pl- like a faith like far out conceit like that operates plausibly in an internally logical way so it's like i don't care if it's if it if it doesn't match the science explanation it's like fucking uh what was that movie called with adam sandler where he has the remote control click. the controls click yeah with Sorry. like like click with adam sandler like 
he has like the different buttons operate certain ways and it's like that's fine like i like I, that was a pretty good movie it works the magic the magic remote control so long as it behaves in a way that's consistent i'm all for it and uh and i don't feel like there was any huge internal inconsistencies in how the thing oh we got we to run out of space up. we have, we have oh, 90 shit. seconds before oh, this got, got recorded so uh quickly your social medias i'm at mr kyle bogart the most central instagram account on the internet at cliff bogart on instagram watch me eat beef at a supersonic man on Twitter, Instagram, etc. And I'm at Chase504. Watch the 300-pound crossfitter at Arm & Hammer TV. Arm & Hammer TV, guys. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Later. <laughs>